0: Turn with me to the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 14. 1 Corinthians, chapter 14. While I was sitting in my chair, weak, didn't hardly move, still weak, God spoke to me just a plain message, and I'll get to it in just a second. Verse one, it says, "Follow after charity and desire spiritual gifts; you may stand." The reading of the word. Follow after charity and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that ye may prophesy, for he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men but unto God. For no man understandeth him, howbeit in the Spirit he speaketh mysteries. But he that prophesies speaketh unto men to edification and exhortation and comfort. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself, but he that prophesieth edifieth the church. I would that ye all speak with tongues but rather that you prophesy. For greater is he that prophesieth than he that speaketh with tongues, except he interpret, that the church may receive edifying. Now brethren, if I come unto you speaking with tongues, what shall I profit you, except I shall speak to you either by revelation, or by knowledge, or by prophesying, or by doctrine. And even things without life giving sound, whether pipe or harp, except they give a distinction in the sounds, how shall it be known what is pipe or harp? And verse 8. For if the trumpet give an uncertain sound, who shall prepare himself to battle? Let us pray. Father. We love you today, Jesus. I thank you for the services this morning. I thank you, Lord, for these children singing. God, it was so beautiful. Lord, I thank you for your word today. But God, I'm asking you this morning to you to be glorified. Not for me, but for you to be glorified. Lord, let your anointing flow. that souls may be saved. Lives be changed. And we be obedient unto your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. While I was sitting there, God gave me a a word. And I began to weep and I began to cry. He said, when trumpets sound. When trumpets sound. I began to do a research. and I began to study. I've been studying on this for several days. And I went from Genesis to Revelation, searching the Scripture, finding trumpet, trumpets, trumpeters. And all throughout the Scriptures, it's over 108 times the word trumpet or trumpets or trumpeters are used. And the trumpet was used for many different reasons. It was not used just for music alone. The trumpet was not used just to sound an alarm for battle. The trumpet was not used just to be seen of men to make a beautiful noise. But the trumpet had many distinctions. Many distinctions. In the book of Exodus. In the book of Exodus chapter 19. We'll find that in the book of Exodus 19. I'm going to turn there and I'm going to read you a few scriptures. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go unto the people and sanctify them today and tomorrow and let them wash their clothes and be ready against the third day for the third day the Lord will come down in the sight of all the people upon Mount Sinai. And thou shalt set Bonds unto the people round about saying, Take heed to yourselves that ye go not up into the mount or touch the border of it. Whosoever toucheth the mount shall be surely put to death. There shall not an hand touch it, but he shall surely be stoned or shot through. Whether it be beast or man, It shall not live. When the trumpet soundeth long, they shall come up to the mount. When the trumpet soundeth long, they shall come up to the mount. He said, but don't dare come around the mount until you hear the sound of the trumpet. Don't dare come to the mount Until you hear the distinction of a long blast on the trumpet. Because if you come before I give the approval, you're going to die. If an animal comes and touches the bottom of the mount, he's going to die. Whatever comes to the mount will die until you hear the sound of the trumpet. Now listen. Let's go a little further. And Moses went down from the mount unto the people and sanctified the people, and they washed their clothes. Now listen to what he says. Moses went down to the people. He was already on the mount of God. And he went down to the people, and he sanctified them there by the word of God. And he told them to wash their garments. Cleanse himself. Purify himself. Let them see. He said, Sanctify the people and they wash their clothes. And he said unto the people, Be ready against the third day. Come not at your wives. And it came to pass on the third day in the morning that there were thunders and lightning. And a thick cloud upon the mount and the voice of the trumpet exceeding loud so that all the people that was in the camp trembled. Now I want to tell you something this morning. Most of you don't realize it. Some of the preachers might not even realize it. But all throughout the scripture the trumpet has been used as a voice. As a voice. And it speaks very loud. I could grab that horn right now. And some of you would hear aids would have to turn them off. Why? Because it gets very loud. There's many different distinctions. I can go from a low C to a high C. Very easily. And it gets to a point, and the lower I get, the less you hear. But the higher I begin to get, the more you'll hear. And the louder it'll get. And when that loudness gets there, it is a very shrill sound. And it let the children of Israel know that it was time to go to God. And it got to the point when that trumpet sounded, the Bible said that they trembled. It ought to be in the house of God that when the man of God stands up like a trumpet and he begins to sound the alarm and he begins to tell the world what thus saith the Lord God that we should stand at attention and we should begin to tremble and reverence God to know that God is our Redeemer and God will deliver us in the very time of trouble, in the very trials of depression, in the very acts of things going on around us, God will deliver us. God is a sovereign God. He's a holy God. He's a righteous God. And He wants to help His people. Verse 19 Or verse 18, verse 17. And Moses brought forth the people out of the camp to meet with God. And they stood at the neither part of the mount. They were scared. They feared God. Oh Lord. And Mount Sinai was altogether on a smoke. Because the Lord descended upon it in fire. <laughs> and the smoke thereof ascended as the smoke of a furnace, and the whole mount quaked greatly. Shook. He quaked. Why? Because Jehovah Jireh. <laughs> Jehovah Jireh had just descended. And when he got down to the mount, the fire was great. The fires of Pentecost, brother G. The fires was burning. The smoke of a furnace was rising. And when the presence of God got there, the mount began to quake. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And when the voice of the trumpet sounded long and waxed louder and louder, Moses spake and God answered by a voice. When the trumpet sounded and the glory of God had been seen, the mountain was quaking and the voice of God began to speak. (laughs) <laughs> hallelujah do you want a Pentecostal renewing it's time for the body of Christ to listen to what thus saith the Lord God it's time for the body of Christ to break themselves down and say yea Lord thy servant heareth speak to me Lord that I might know thy will and thy destination for my life <laughs> It's joy. (laughs) It's joy unspeakable and full of glory. Hallelujah. In the book of Exodus chapter 20, we know that Exodus 20 gave us the Ten Commandments. And verse 17 says, Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. Nor his manservant, nor his mate servant, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is thy neighbor's. And all the people saw the thunderings, and the lightnings, and the what noise of the trumpet, (laughs) and the mountain smoking. And when the people saw it, they removed and stood afar off. Why, preacher? Because they were afraid of the presence of God. I believe in the day we live in that men are afraid of the presence of God. Sometimes it takes us getting in a valley getting on the very bottom to turn and look up for God to get our attention <laughs> hallelujah and if there's ever been a day that we need to listen to the voice of God it's the day and hour in which we live it is not I but it is the Lord of hosts that calls us and tells us it's time for us to listen to the sound of the trumpet oh, hallelujah Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. in Joshua 6. Turn with me if you will. Y'all going to have to bear with me. Lunch might get cold. Hallelujah. Joshua. I'm sorry. Numbers 31 and 6. we start warning. And the Lord spake unto Moses saying, Avenge the children of Israel, of the Midianites. Afterward shalt thou be gathered unto thy people. And Moses spake unto the people, saying, Arm some of yourselves unto the war, and let them go against the Midianites, and avenge the people of Midian. Of every tribe a thousand, throughout all the tribes of Israel, shall ye send to the war so there were delivered out of the thousands of Israel a thousand of every tribe. Twelve thousand armed for war. But listen to what he said in verse 6. And Moses sent them to the war a thousand of every tribe. Them and Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the priest, to the war. With the holy instruments And the trumpets to blow in his hand. And the trumpets to blow in his hand. let's go over to the book of Joshua. Chapter 6. Amen. Verse 4. And seven priests shall bear before the ark. What? Seven trumpets. All throughout the Scripture, seven trumpets of ram's horns. What do we call a ram's horn trumpet today? A shofar. A shofar. The shofar was used for call to worship. The shofar was used for a simple instrument, just a long blast, which called for worship. And if you've ever played a shofar, a shofar is an amazing piece of animal workmanship. Because it's made from ram's horns. But in the Old Testament, there one place, he said, I want you to take a piece of silver. Solid silver of one piece. And I want you to make me two trumpets. Which are called to use for worship. Now, I'm going on a little further now. And the seventh day ye shall come past the city seven times, and the priests shall blow with the trumpets. And it shall come to pass that when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when ye hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall what? Shout with a great shout and the wall of the city shall fall down flat and the people shall ascend up every man straight before him. In other words, God had armed his priest. They didn't have a weapon of war. They didn't have a knife. They didn't have a sling. They didn't have a boomerang. They didn't have nothing but one thing. What was it, preacher? It was a trumpet. And God gave them specific instructions. Don't blow that trumpet until the seventh day after you march seven times around. Then blow it. And when you blow that trumpet, One long blast. My glory is going to be revealed. My glory is going to be revealed. I don't know whether you know the situation of the city of Jericho. Jericho was a city that had two walls built around it. The outside wall was approximately 17 foot tall. And about 5 foot at the base. The inside wall was approximately 10 to 12 foot tall. That was approximately 10 foot at the base. But when the sound of the trumpet was sounded, the Bible said that the walls fell flat. In other words, they didn't have to have a ladder to get in. All they had to do was climb the little wall and leap across and retain the victory because of obedience. You see, when you obey God, God will give you the victory. But if you don't obey God, you're not going to get the victory. I told Brother Gene last night and Brother Chambers, my wife and I have gone through hell for 27 years. 27 years i said but brother gene it was to get me where i am today you say why preacher he said many are the afflictions of the righteous but god will deliver you from them all and we sit back and we get ourselves caught up in nonchalant times thinking that we are somebody i want you to know this morning we ain't nothing All we are is a vessel of God to be used at God's expense. At any time God says enough's enough, it's going to be over. But there comes a time that the body of Christ has got to stand up and pay attention to the trumpet when it sounds. We've dishonored God. We've played the harlot. We've played foolishly. And we rant and we rave and we ramble. But God said you need to listen and pay attention to the sound of the trumpet. (laughs) All He wants you to do is listen. All he wants you to do is pay attention. <laughs> Go over to Matthew chapter 24. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 29. Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened and the moon shall not give her light. And the stars shall fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. And then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. But what? And He shall send His angels with a great sound of a trumpet. Huh? How is the Lord going to announce His coming? With the sound of the trumpet. And they shall gather together. He is elect from the four winds. From one end of heaven to the other. And we ask ourselves the question. Over in verse uh, 16 of First Thessalonians. Turn there. I, I'm just going to read and obey God. Verse 13 of 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that you sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. Now listen, Brother Chambers brought out last night very plainly about upper Sheol. Brought out very plainly about upper Sheol when Jesus went to the cross. When he preached to the spirits in prison for three days and three nights. That was enough for Sheol. And when we stop and we begin to think, when Paul wrote, But I would not have you ignorant, you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep. That you sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus, will God bring with Him. Hallelujah! Will God bring with Him. For this we say unto you, by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. Now I believe that Paul here, actually believed that he was going to be alive when the rapture of the church took place. Paul was looking for the day of the Lord to come. Paul was looking and anticipating the rapture to take place before Nero's chopping block ever come in sight. He was anticipating, and when he wrote the book of Thessalonians, he said, And we which are alive and remain shall not prevent them which are asleep. You say, why, preacher? It's because Paul was dedicated wholeheartedly to what God wanted done. Listen. For the Lord Himself, now what did He say? For the Lord Himself shall descend from heaven with a shout With the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. From Genesis, from Exodus, all the way to Revelations, we see signs of the trumpet. We see the angelic beings using the trumpet. We see the priest using the trumpet. We see the men of God in the sanctuary obeying God and blowing the trumpet. Now let's go over to Revelations chapter 1. And this is where we're going to get started. Revelations chapter 1, verse number 9. I, John, who also am your brother. Amen. You, brother, know we got a brother by the name of John. Amen. I, John, who also am your brother and companion, where? In tribulation and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ. Aren't we glad Jesus is patient? Aren't we glad Jesus is patient? Because if He wasn't patient, you and I wouldn't be here. Amen. Before the cross, he had the power to call the legions of angels. But he chose patience. Listen. Was in the aisle that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. And heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet. Now notice the trumpet from the Old Testament to first Thessalonians were used was used as a distinction to call to worship, to call to battle, to call to assembly, to call to reverence. Every trumpet had a distinctive sound. A distinctive sound. But John here on the Isle of Patmos said, I heard behind me a great voice. As of a trumpet. Now here, I believe that the trumpet was an instrument to get our attention. And I believe right here that the voice of the Lord sounded as a great trumpet. Now listen. Saying, I am Alpha. (laughs) You say, what's the voice, preacher? It's the voice of a great trumpet. And when God speaks, everybody should listen. When the man of God stands in the pulpit Sunday after Sunday, Wednesday after Wednesday, week after week, he don't stand here just to be pretty. He don't stand here just to be seen. A man, he stands here for a reason. To be the mouthpiece of God in the last days in which we live. That mankind can hear the voice. One more time. When I'm out in the congregation sitting, I'm as another man. But when the anointing comes, I'm God's mouthpiece for the hour. I'm nothing without the Lord. I'm nothing without the Lord. What did Brother Seymour say? God, let me hide. that nobody can't see me. Just see Jesus. And because of that, many souls was won and brought to Calvary because of obedience. Woo! And heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, and what thou seest, write in a book, and send it into the seven churches, which are in Asia, unto Ephesus, and unto Smyrna. And into Pergamus, And into Thyatira. And into Sardis. And into Philadelphia. And into Laodicea. That was the commission to you and I. Loyal, you hear what I'm telling you? I heard one of the ministers talk about tithes. I heard the statistics on the radio. Seventy percent of Christians that claim to be Christians and go to church, only about fifteen percent of them even pay tithes. About fifteen percent of them pay tithes. I preached a message a few weeks ago dealing with tithes. I said so many people come to church. They sit on the pews. They don't realize the lights have to be paid. The utilities have to be paid. And all the things have to be taken care of. And they'll sit there and they're paying their tithes and slip two dollars in the plate. And say, that's all I can afford to give. Bless God. That ain't all you can afford to give. You cannot afford not to pay your tithes. Brother Joe Chambers taught me a great lesson and I've appreciated it ever since he did. He said, Brother Terry, give above and beyond your tithes. Double if you can. Triple if you can. And watch what God will do. Watch what God will do. It ain't a- The only reason we got it, God's just let us use it. And the trumpets are sounding all over America. Those that are willing to pay the price. Those that are willing to live the life. Those that are willing to pay attention to what thus saith the Lord God. God is speaking to His people. <laughs> but He said, I am Alpha and Omega. Let's go over to Revelation 4 and 1. After this, I looked and behold, a door was opened to heaven, And the first voice which I heard was as it were of a trumpet. The first voice I heard was as it were a trumpet talking with me. Which said, what come up here? Now I believe these two archangels. I believe Michael was the warrior, and I believe Gabriel was the messenger. And I believe that Gabriel is the one holding. And I believe when over here in Revelations 4 and 1, after this I looked and behold, a door was opened in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was as it were of a trumpet talking with me which said, come up hither and I will show thee things which must be hereafter. Now church, I don't know about you. But I'm listening for the sound of the trumpet. I don't believe that it's going to be many days hence for that trumpet's going to sound. But you know, I wouldn't want to be in a lot of people's shoes because they're deaf to the trumpet. I sat in my house many days and cried. I said, God, what more can I do? I said, God, you've anointed me to preach. Souls have been saved. I said, but God, I can preach and preach. Sunday morning I preached and and the Lord was moving in a mighty way. And God told me, He said, ask your church when's the last time one of them's been in their closet or in their bedroom and poured their heart out to God. When's the last time they've heard the voice of the trumpet? When's the last time they've obeyed the Word of God? When's the last time they've took the dust and wiped it off their Bible and read a chapter? When's the last time they've humbled themselves and tears flowed down their cheeks until their covers was wet because of getting a hold of God? When's the last time? What is it going to take? You know what it's going to be? When that trumpet does sound, there's going to be a lot of amazed people because they've not listened to the voice of the trumpet. say, preacher, who is that voice? We are. We are the voice that God is using in this last day. We are the voice that God is using to gather people's attention. In the last days they shall heed to themselves teachers, having itching ears, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. we are in the time of apostasy, we're in the days of rejection, we're in the days of falling away, we're in the time that men and women are you to scorn and mock you and make fun of you, but you need to stand at attention and hold your head up, and when the brother walks by and you Never seen him before, and says, "You're a preacher, aren't you?" That tells you that you still got the trumpet in your hand. That tells you that the power of God is still real, and men and women can see Jesus in you know. us. Hallelujah! Revelations eight. Hallelujah. And when He had opened the seventh seal, there was what? Silence in heaven. About the space of a half an hour. Oh, have you ever been in them services where the anointing of God was so great? that there come a holy hush over the congregation. Silence. Silence. You could sit there and you could almost hear a pin drop in the carpet. Many years ago, I had some of my men. They wanted to carry me to the river. Want us to go hunting. The only way we could get to the cabin where we were at, we had to use a boat to get there. You couldn't walk nor drive. You had to use a boat to get there. And we got there and I had my rifle and they carried me around to my stand. And I was sitting on, got on my stand and the Spirit of the Lord spoke to me. He said, get out of your stand and get on down the tree. I got down the tree and I fell on my face right there in the woods and began to seek God. It was getting dark. Folks, you ain't got to believe if you want to. Even the squirrels and the birds respect the Lord. They respect the Lord. I was sitting in them woods crying and just bellering to God saying, Lord, I love you. And I walked out in the woods singing an old song that I made up. God, you've been so good to me. You saved me. You sanctified me. And you set my spirit free. God, you've been so good to me. When I got back to the bank of that river, them boys were sitting in the boat. They had the hat off. They heard me coming through the woods. They had the hat off sitting in the boat with the head down. You could have heard a pin drop in the water. Why, preacher? It's because they heard the sound of a tree. They heard the voice of God speaking. Not of me. They weren't paying no attention to me. But they felt the Shekinah glory of God as He was coming down. Hallelujah. God's so good. And when He had opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven about the space of an half an hour. And I saw the seven angels which stood before God. And to them were given seven angels. each one had a distinction. And go to 9 and 13 right quick. And I'm fixing to close. Verse 11 And they had a king over them which is the angel of the bottomless pit whose name in the Hebrew tongue is Abaddon. But in the Greek tongue hath his name Apollyon. One woe is past, and behold, there come two woes, or hereafter. And the sixth angel sounded, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar which is before God, saying to the sixth angel which had the trumpet, Loose the four angels which are bound in the great river Ephrates. Folks, I believe we're close to the loosening of the angels in the river. But before they loose, the church is going to be gone. We are on the verge of a great awakening. And in the last, go to verse chapter 18. Verse 20. It says, Rejoice over her! thou heaven, and ye holy apostles and prophets, for God hath avenged you on her. And a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and cast it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence shall that great city Babylon be thrown down and shall be found no more at all. And here is the last. And the voice of harpers And musicians and of pipers and trumpeters shall be heard no more at all in thee. And the voice of harpers, musicians and of pipers and trumpeters shall be heard no more at all in thee. There is coming a day that when the voice of the trumpeters is going to be gone. the voice of the trumpeters are going to be gone. God spoke to me very plainly. He said, My creatures are my trumpeters. And if the trumpet fails to sound, souls is going to die and go to hell. Souls are going to die and go to hell. Sunday morning I had a great crowd. Had a great crowd, wonderful crowd on Sunday morning. The Lord moved greatly. And on Sunday night, it looked like the rapture took place. One night stands or one service stands. Men and women lose their sight of God. Get their sight on their own selves. And refuse to listen to the sound of the trumpet. If we're going to have a Pentecostal renewing. Reviving of Pentecost. We've got to do as these brethren have been preaching this week. We've got to be broken. And we've got to listen to the voice of the Lord as He speaks. Because without the sound of the trumpet. No souls is going to be saved. He didn't say he chose the foolishness of singing to save souls, did he? Did he? Most folks I ever see that go to the altar and claim to get saved in a gospel concert, before they get out of the service, good, they're right back where they were. Right back where they went. He said he chose the foolishness of preaching to save souls. When I was in the hospital almost two years ago, I had spastic colon and diverticulitis. And I was laying there on my bed. I, I didn't know why God was allowing me. I had a massive infection build up. I was just in a mess. And I was laying there on my bed in the emergency room and in walked this drunk. He walked a drunk. The doctor blowed my mind when he walked in. His name was Dr. Clary. He told me, he said, Why are you going to lie to me? man looked at him and said, I ain't lied to you. He said, how much you drank before you got here? He said, I ain't drank nothing. He said, you're a liar. He said, you ain't drank a little bit. You drank enough to make you blow about a 16, 18 on a breathalyzer. He said, you know you're going to die and go to hell? The doctor told him that. For lying, it's much less drinking. Don't you know you got cirrhosis of the liver and you're on your way out of here? And I was laying in the bed over there right next to him in the emergency room. In a minute he started crying and called and said, Preacher, preacher, just pray for me. Just pray for me. I can get I reached out across to where I was at and I grabbed him by the hand. And I began to pray. And I prayed the old prayer to lead him to Jesus. And they carried him up to his room. and They put me in the hospital the next day. And before he left, he came come looking me up. He said, Preacher, God genuinely saved me. He said, and I thank you for praying for me. I said, it wasn't me. It was Jesus. We don't know the purpose nor the reason God allows things to happen but we better listen to the voice of the trumpet because the trumpet's about to sound. And Jesus is soon coming. Are you ready? Every head bowed and every eye closed. Father, we love You this morning. God, I thank You for Your Word. I thank You for this week. I thank You, Lord, for the brokenness. God, that we can listen and we can obey. For, Lord, only You know where we're at and what we need. And I'm asking You today, Lord, to reach down to these young people, to these elder people, to the middle age. God, and I'm asking You, Lord, to touch them and let them listen as You speak. Lord, and not reject and deny and take deaf ears to the Word of God. I'm asking you, Lord, to just have your way. I'm going to ask you this morning, is there one here that's lost and need Jesus? I'm just obeying the Lord. If there's not, is there one that will say, Preacher, I need to keep my ears open to hear the sound of the trumpet? Because I believe soon and very soon we're going to see the King. And I'm asking you, will you come and let's pray this morning and ask God to have His way in our lives that we be not deaf concerning His Word. We be not dead. We be not dead. Lord, help us this day. And if we'll listen close, we can hear the Lord speaking telling us what we must do and how we must live. But God, You know this morning what we need. And Lord, I ask You right now to have Your way. Jesus.